2: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
3: You spit up, cuckooed that dude, bro! Oh my god! You've got all your Charger gear on. because I'm Feeling fresh as hell. Well, oh, you guys better enjoy it. It's it's the fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert on the move and throws and touchdown.
4: Coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special.
3: Well, hey everybody, welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co host, Wool Dog, sitting with my buddy, Kev. You there?
5: Ah! Oh my god! We're in the same room! Oh my god!
3: Well folks as we told you we have this is going to be a special episode we are
2: I see you we this
3: are is in the awesome. same room I am here in St. Louis with Kev we are working on stuff and things so we figured why not charger chat together
2: face to face face
3: to freaking face
2: i haven't folks. done this this has been like at least a year and a half since we've been in the same room doing this we, oh, yeah. d- we did this along during last season during one of the games
3: yeah the last time i was trying to think about it because i know that we we recorded in the same room at that kansas city game at the end of two seasons ago and then we the recorded and then we recorded cowboys and we haven't really it's done looking it like almost a since. year it's be- it's pretty close to a year so now we're cooking with gas um, it's going to be weird folks, because I'm going to be looking at you sometimes and sometimes I'm going to be looking at Kevin and saying, Hey, how you doing? So, um, all right. Well, gang, it is going to be a heavy episode. We've got so much to talk about mainly because you ask Bolt fam sons of bitches
2: Fourth of July episode. baby. You they guys, came in hot.
3: You guys came in hot and heavy and I, I read through the questions. There's some really good ones in here. I can't wait to get through it. Um, and do we, I mean, do we have, oh, yeah, we've got a fan focus and a bolt inside lined up. Holy smokes, we're loaded.
2: Happy 4th of July, Happy by the 4th way. 4th of freaking July, yeah.
3: gang. Yeah, it's this a is
2: celebratory episode.
3: This is pretty special. So let's start it off, uh, with what I think every Charger fan has been talking about it's the Philip Rivers sitting down for his, it was his senior bowl yep. induction, yep, uh, into the Hall of Fame and, uh, was interviewed by uh, the Crane and Company show. And it was a great interview, first of all, because we've all missed Phil's energy, his he's so unique, his excitement about everything. And so, um, let's listen to the one that I think everybody is really talking about right now. Let's go.
6: Well, I'll tell you what, they got that one, right. You know, no. and, and I pull like crazy for the chargers and I pull for Justin Herbert in yeah. particularly just because I think it's awesome to say, well, yeah. You know, I, thankfully, I was able to be there for 16 years. Hopefully, he can go another 16. Mm-hmm. I've always thought it was cool. You look at the Packers, you know, yeah. and it's like, yeah, yeah, who's played quarterback there in the last 40 years? Oh, uh, Marvin <laughs> <Harvard, laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, you're yeah. doing yeah. it right. Yeah, yeah. you're doing it right. Yeah, they get it, yeah. So, you like you don't want it to go the Browns version, you know, and it's like, yeah. like yeah. I can name 30 starters in the last yeah. 25 That's years. That's exactly. So, I'm, I'm – uh, Herbert, Herbert, you know, again, it was time for me to be done there, and then they nailed that pick, so – I'm pulling for him, and I have a lot of, I don't have as many former teammates. They're still there. You know, gosh, you just, it's amazing the turnover. Yeah, but nuts. the Keenan Allen's there, Eckler's there, you know, Derwin James. There's still a handful of guys that I played with. So, you know, yeah. it makes you want to pull for those guys.
3: I, okay. So, there's a lot to to digest here as far as what Phil was saying. I mean, first of all, the slam on the Browns, <laughs>
2: it was just, I wasn't expecting that I at all either. But that's, that's a cool point, the idea that we have like, a couple quarterbacks over this long tenured history. It's, exactly. You know, like that's unique. Like we've landed some some solid guys, and finally he talks about him. Like know, we've right? all been wanting that for so long. Like right. the his thoughts on him, because no one knows. No one knows what. Like if he's like annoyed or whatever. But no, he's not. He's excited. He's he pumped. Is excited and yeah. pumped for the guys that are still on the team that he played with. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Talking about like Keenan Allen and uh, uh, Derwin James, and you know both sides of the ball. And again, just really hearing him basically give his rivers approval of like, they nailed it. Like I, and do you think it's interesting the way that he worded, like it was time for me to go.
2: Yeah, I don't, I, I, that, that was the only part that kind of bummed me out in the whole, the whole thing. Right. I don't know why, but it makes sense. Like he understood the situation. Like he was coming up on another contract and they, he only had to get another year in him Mm -mm. so that's just kind of how it went but yeah it's just i just i'm so glad that there's finally documentation of him talking about justin herbert yeah finally yeah
3: and giving and giving praise of uh, which is obviously warranted yeah um so awesome awesome interview if you haven't checked it out definitely go find it it's on youtube You can listen to the entire interview because he talks about his career and what he remembers most and everything like that. If you love Philip Rivers, it's an
2: awesome interview. And it's the Crane & Company show. If you search it on YouTube, you can get the whole thing.
3: Um, And we forgot to mention here uh, the whole reason why Kevin and I are the ones on this podcast and there's still no coach. Uh, Baby hasn't come yet. It's impending. It is. It is still. (laughs) It's coming. Pending uh, Approval, yeah, uh, <laughs> on delivery, but uh,
2: Stork hasn't arrived yet.
3: Not yet, but Kyle is got to be he's got to be dad right now because he's got two other boys
2: that and a super pregnant mom. Super pregnant mom, and, <laughs> yeah.
3: and uh, they're they're uh, they're a handful. So he's got to be able to be ready to go at a moment's notice. So uh, we'll see if we can try to get him on here. Fingers F- crossed. Fingers crossed. We don't don't hold me to it, but we're we're gonna try to get him on here. Um, Looking at other bits of news that came out, uh, L.A. Times uh, showed Chargers coach Brandon Staley fulfills a dream with a trip to Wimbledon. Uh, This was from Sam Farmer, Uh, the Chargers coach, a passionate tennis fan since childhood, spent the past two days watching Wimbledon uh, matches in person with his wife, Amy. It's an anniversary trip for them and their first time in Europe. You're just trying to see how the top players in the world practice and perform, Staley said. As a coach, you're trying to take stuff in Rafa's practices that you kind of feel can help Justin Herbert. You're just observing there were just a lot of moments in that hour pocket that I know I can bring back with me for Justin and Derwin James because Rafa's the best of all time. There's always something you can observe if you're willing to look and listen, Staley said. There's going to be something that I can see with my own two eyes. My own two eyes that can help me with coaching.
2: Okay, so here's the deal. Yeah, <laughs> he's on his anniversary. Right, he's on this trip. He's not just sitting there enjoying and watching the games. <laughs> Clearly not. He no. is. He's he's always in the coaching angle. He's right. always trying to take things mm-hmm. and you know make him a better coach from them. Mm-hmm. So I just heard about his wife, like. What are you doing, dude? Why are you taking notes? <laughs> right, put it down. Have a have a have a nice beer or right. something. Relax. Why are you talking
3: to L. A. Times right yeah. now.
2: Come on, come on now.
3: I do. So, do you think he's going to write this off as a business trip?
2: <laughs> he's doing. Maybe that's what the whole angle is. Tax purposes. Just just like he's working. This is work. <laughs> an anniversary work trip. It's an
3: anniversary, but I'm also doing some work. So, honey, save those receipts, please. <laughs> But get as much as you want. Yeah, go
2: as many. Yeah, run um, the tab up. It, it,
3: I mean, it, I think it just shows also more of Staley's competitive side, as far as like always trying to find something that he can add to his coaching repertoire, even if it's with a different sport. Sure. Um, to try to use it to make our players better, because why not? I mean, there's there's always something to learn and something to gain and something to add to your repertoire. So,
2: and it's interesting too, like head. Football coaches don't usually get coverage of their vacation and them going to watch stuff. Like he's kind of getting this like kind of like mild celebrity status a little bit within the community. I think a little bit. So it's it's cool. And he looks the picture we have. He looks awesome. He kind of looks like a Top Gun fighter pilot. He's got the aviators (laughs) on. He's he's definitely he's there to uh, you know to fuck it up.
3: It is interesting. I don't know if it's just because of, you know, Twitter algorithms or something like that, but like, obviously I'm seeing everybody going like, Hey, is that Brandon Staley sitting over there in the stadium over at Wimbledon? I mean, you don't see stuff like that. At least again, for me, you don't see stuff like that with other coaches as far as like celebrity sighting coaches over at another sports event. Holy shit. Like,
2: yeah, well, that's how I found out about it. My, my dad messaged us and he was like, is this coach Staley? Like, yep, that's definitely coach Staley and his wife. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: So it's interesting that he he is at least kind of getting some kind of a recognizable status of some kind. But uh, hey, do it to a coach and yeah, hope, hope you <laughs> get a good tax break. On Let's go. <laughs>
2: Let's go.
3: And then Shock Therapy, a podcast whose host we've had on here before. Yeah, uh, Tyler. And uh, we've uh, hyped up their magazine. They got a new one. Yeah. They got a new magazine. Our friends over at Shock Therapy are releasing their newest edition. We have partnered up with them to do a giveaway of three magazines. We will randomly select three people who submit Ask Bolt Fam questions, son of a bitch, <laughs> on next Tuesday's episode.
2: Yeah, this is awesome. This is the like, the yearly wrap up of what happened the previous year. It's just really great to have because he gets all the information of all the games, all the lead ups, all the stuff in one place. So if you don't if you don't win the the giveaway, go please go check them out on Twitter. It's the Shock Therapy Podcast, and um, you can buy it as a PDF, which they're just asking hmm. for donations for that, or you can get the the paperback, which is what you should do because. It's nice to hold it's, stuff. This is like episode. This is the second version of the magazine. Like you just got to collect them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a collector, so sure. this is a custom thing that, like, at, <laughs> in the end of the day, you'll have this really awesome thing you can share with your kids. Especially a good year, you know, the lead up years with Justin to have all that, you know, cataloged in in a library. Right. Absolutely.
3: So yeah, if you guys want a, a shot at getting one of these magazines, all you got to do is submit a question. Now I'll say I'll say. You can keep it simple. You can keep it like, hey, what's your favorite color or how you doing today? That's fine. You'll be entered, I promise. You don't have to ask these scrolls of questions. Or I've got
2: for We episode. can make it a three-hour episode and wear out Adam. We can do that as well. Don't
3: don't give them ideas, Kevin. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> um so yeah, it, it could be something fun. And if you want something fun that's not shock therapy, you can go on over to chargerchat.com, check out some of the uh, the sweet stuff we've got over there, T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. And you, we've got a member section where you can chat it up with other Charger tears and ask questions and ask Bolt fam. So go check it out, ChargerChat.com. All right. Well, as I mentioned, we've got a Bolt Insight lined up. And I'm seeing the the name. I'm seeing where the location is. I'm excited because it is none other than
2: and the Hot Club. Mm. As soon as the clock starts, Yo, ass it's
4: mine.
6: When I met Justin Herbert's man, that dude is big as hell. Yeah, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Boy. Come in
4: hike, because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All
2: right, guys, we're back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super lucky to have Patrick from Central Valley. What's up, Patrick?
7: Hey, how you doing?
2: I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for coming on. I'm super excited to meet you. It was so funny. We were just talking before, before we started recording, and y- your video popped up. I'm like, Holy shit, I know Patrick. Like I was like I, it's on Twitter. You don't always know who is who, but I know exactly. who, I absolutely know who you are. You're a staple in Thunder Alley, so I'm <laughs> so excited to have you, man.
7: Oh man. Can't wait.
2: <laughs> All right, well cool. Let's uh kick this off the way we usually do it, man. Um we want to find out how did you become a Charger fan?
7: Yeah, well it, it started in 6th grade. Uh, even a little bit before that. But I would say like the 2000 2001, 2000 when we are watching a little bit of say out 2001 with the Damian Thompson, when he was getting, you know, got drafted. But it was just that one time when I was at Fresno City football camp. Uh, I was at the end, and look who shows up. was Lorenzo Neal. Nice. It was in, it was in Fresno, at Fresno City. And um, he was wearing his, you know, navy blue jersey, had it on. Um, he had all his gloves on. And ever since then, man, it's it been Chargers for life, man. That's awesome. Those memories just stuck with me and been supporting so since, you know, the San Diego days. So
2: I'm with you. So, so you've been a fan for a while. So you did the whole, you were part of the whole move and that kind of heartbreak yep. and everything, but was it, were you always up in, you know, LA area? Was it easier for them? Was it easier for you to have them come to you? Like, what was the, what was your thoughts on that?
7: I mean, honestly, I make the drive regardless if it's San Diego, wherever it's at. I mean, we're still pretty kind of far away from SoFi. Yeah. I mean, if you map it up, it's about three hours, 30 minutes, but you know, when it, set with all said and done it's about four hours yeah so regardless even before you know even when it was at the soccer scene we still would show up when even in san diego so i don't know if it would stop me or not My that wasn't in my head my goal is i'm gonna get to any game i can no matter how far it is
2: that makes sense dude you're you're a diehard and that makes sense because you're a diehard chapter president so that makes Uh total
7: sense (laughs)
2: Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about your, um, your chapter. You know, what, you know, what you guys are doing, how, how everything's looking right now, with the, how cool the Chargers have been the last couple of years. Yeah. What's, what's everything been like for you guys?
7: Oh, it's been going good. And even when we first started, uh, we started about, about a year ago, maybe less than a year. Um, and I just found some good guys, part of our club, that are diehards. And so, I mean, a lot of us just became a good family, like good friends. We, we attend each other's you know, birthday parties, you know, baby showers. So I feel like that connection we have has really brought us together. I mean, they show up, they support me. I support them. Uh, they're always, you know, advertising for a club. Uh, so I think a lot of our, our watch parties, a lot of our events we do, I mean, we, we we're starting to get a lot, pretty, pretty popular down here with the crowds coming out. I mean, the first thing they tell me is like, I didn't know Fresno had any charters. I was like, you know, what? I'm the same page as you. Um, but I mean, I just, I just like the fact that we're forming a chartered community down here uh, because when we when we go to those other with other watch parties, I mean, we're sharing the, the restaurants with the Ram fans yeah. and the Niner fans. They're like, where'd you guys come? I was like, we've been out here. We've been out. It's going to be even stronger. We're going to be stronger. So yeah, we're excited. And our whole, you know, we finally got our, our different members, like our vice president, uh, Ricardo Cervantes, who has been helping us out, you know, grow this chapter. He's been a lot of things. And then my wife, who is our secretary. She keeps our club awesome. going. With all the new members coming in. She's always on me. Like we got to, every time we go somewhere, we always have to pull out our Instagram, like follow us. Let's go. So, I mean, we're always recruiting. And then our, our, um, our treasurer has been helping us out too, which is our vice president's wife. Um, and then we have our uh, um, sergeant of arms, which is Eric Ricardo, has been helping us out too. And just even our members. I mean, all of our members. I mean, I think the fact that, you know, they support us is just going to, put more fire for us to keep growing and keep doing good things for our community. Uh, Cause I'm looking forward to do a lot of different stuff for our community, even helping out, you know, Valley children's, I'm donating to um, as soon as we get going. And I think this is our year, especially with our new players coming on. So yeah. we're pumped. Up for that. It's,
2: it's so cool. Cause you know, it's such a family affair. Like the whole board, the whole, your whole board is like family members pretty much. And yeah. you mentioned <laughs> earlier on, you know, the groups that you get together with are at baby showers. This isn't just Sundays. This is oh, like no. a family. So talk a little bit about, like, the family aspect of, you know, the Die Hard Bowl Club.
7: Yeah. would Honestly, when, when I first even joined the Hard Bowl Club, it was on Twitter. Um, I met Karen. And Darren. she just said everything for me, man. Like, I even told my wife, I was like, I had an interview with Karen on the phone, like, this is like the nicest person. And then we found out like, you know, Freddie State is our husband's alumni. Yeah. And it just clicked. And every time, you know, we go to the, the barbecue, our first barbecue, like it was just, I don't know, it was just family. I mean, like this is like the close family like, I you know trust. Um in a lot of like we, I mean, to be completely honest, sometimes one of the, the people we talk to the most. Totally. because uh, we have that connection and just even, you know, our you know, the people that are down here, I mean. We are always, you know, staying in touch, you know, either in our Twitter group chat, keep an eye, check on each other, and sometimes not about football. So, you know, that's when we made more than just, you know, football as family, you know, we check on each other, you know, try to hang out as much as we can, We're busy. But, I mean, it, it's, it's a family, man, and, and that's why I love the Hardball Club so much. Um, and not just saying that because, man, I, I really love the, the atmosphere. I feel accepted. Yeah, you, know I mean? totally. everyone, you know what I mean? everyone Everyone's all together. You know Everyone supports you. You know, someone's doing good. I mean, we're here to support each other. I mean, I think that's what we got with Die Hard Bowl Club. Everyone supports each other. I mean, when we start supporting, sure, that's when we start growing. Sure. And I, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all Charger fans. So we're all here to, you know, to hopefully get to the Super Bowl. So you
2: don't, know, dude. You get <laughs> you know. I just want to tell you, you're getting me so excited right now. You're
7: oh me man. Up, Patrick. I, yeah, man. That's what I always tell. my wife's like, oh Patrick, you always talk about Charger. Man. That's just how it is, man.
2: Yeah, you're you're like my official hype man right now. I'm just getting I'm getting pumped, so I appreciate you.
7: Yeah, <laughs> no, I get excited too. I get excited even when, if I see a charger at a store in Fresno, I have to buy it. And <laughs> yeah. we have this joke. We have this joke because there's I guess there's a there's a syrup in the mall store in Fresno, and the owner was like, "So you some guys know you? They said that you better not be buying all the charger stuff." I was like, "I just can't help it, man." It's not I said, my oh, fault. I can't, I just can't help it, man. I need to show them that we're here, we're here, yeah. even though it's just one person, but we're here. I we love gotta be it. All the Charger stuff for us. <laughs> I love
2: it. I love it. Well, you know, the there's so much excitement this year. Like, we, we've been asking everybody because there's so many different aspects of this team that are new, exciting. Yeah. Like, this is a year people are like, all right, you're going to be not only in the playoffs, but you're going to be, you should be making a run. What are you most yeah. excited for this year?
7: Oh, man, I, I, I'm excited that I feel like we... We have a defense that's really gonna help us, you know, keep us in the game. I mean, Herbert's, you know, our offensive top five. Herbert's just amazing. Uh, we got most of our key offensive players. I mean, once we got those D, that the D lineman Joseph Day, Khalil Mack, Once we can start, you know, penetrating in that area, man, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna force them, you know, where JC Jackson put they put pressure on the quarterback, and then JC Jackson, Derwin James, um, they're gonna close in. I feel like, you know. Staley is bringing in his defense. I mean, a couple of players can make a big difference. So I'm extremely excited. I mean, once yeah. we get that pressure and that push, then things start opening up. So no, I, I feel great about this.
2: It's gonna be exciting, man, for sure. And let's get you out of here on this. You know, if somebody's listening to this and they're up in your area, Fresno area, you know, Central Valley, how do they get a hold of you? How do they join up with the, uh, the this amazing family you got up there?
7: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're pretty active on Twitter, um, Die Hard Bowl Club Central Valley. Uh, we have our application on there. Um, so they click that, um, or I'm pretty active on there. So I kind of like, you know, they'll see me there. Um, then we have Instagram too, Die Hard Bowl Club Central Valley. Um, so yeah, if they're man, we're, we're always up to growing. Uh, I mean, we, we've been growing. It's going to keep going from the top, um, especially the way Die Hard Bowl Club and Henrique, uh, our president, has just been pushing it, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm very blessed that you know his leadership is going a long way because I mean, we all. Co- I mean, for me, I mean, I follow the way he leads. You know, what I mean, so it gets me all pumped up. Like, yeah. just wants me to keep on going. So no, uh, I'm excited. And everyone, I mean, I'm excited to get new members. Also, um, hopefully, you know, they join and join us at Straw Hat Pizza in Clovis uh, where we do our watch parties. Um, you know, things like that. So yeah, we're excited, and of course, you know, we're always accepting. Um, try to make everyone feel comfortable with our chapter. Um, uh, because I know sometimes it could be a little nerve wracking to meet new people. Sure, sure. Yeah. So I'm I mean, that's when I do at Watch Party. I try to walk around and you know, introduce myself so they feel welcome. Um, because I mean that's that's how we grow a chapter. And hopefully, you know, they they feel that that sense of family coming from us.
2: I love it. I love it. And we're growing this fan base, man. It's gonna be a different team next oh, yeah. Couple no, of years, so coming
7: out. <laughs>
2: coming out. We're gonna start taking our stadium back. So uh Patrick, we really appreciate your time, man. It was a pleasure meeting you officially and I uh, look forward to seeing you in Thunder Alley, man.
7: <laughs> Thank you, Bolt up. I'm ready. Bolt up. Let's do it, man. All right, you have a good one. You
2: too, brother. Bye. Bye. I love that guy. I Patrick, just love that guy so much. Yeah, dude. You you are <laughs> You're adorable, man. I love you, bro. I love you, man. You give honestly like if I like to join Die Di- Hard Bowl Club, his chapter, and go hang out with him, I just feel like yeah. the energy would just be awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? Just really fun.
3: Oh yeah, no, I mean, well, the the way that he talks about family and how this is a family, yeah, and the way that we treat each other, it, it's it really does feel different than how other fan bases are portrayed. Sure, you know, there are other fan bases out there that are that are bigger or deeper, or you know, they've got you know nicknames that have lasted for God knows how long, but the genuineness that i get from the fan base our fan base is to me incomparable it just it's really something special and i see that in patrick and everything that he talks about. So it really is something special, dude. I cannot wait to see you at Thunder Alley. It's going to be awesome. I
2: remember vividly last year, like the few tailgates I went to at Thunder Alley, I remember seeing him all the time. Oh, yeah. He's just, I feel like he's just like a magnet of just like good times. He's a
3: radiance of light, and you can't help but like see him and and just be attracted to like, I got to go see what this guy's up to. If (laughs)
2: if you don't know him, but you see him at the tailgate, go and give him a high five and say it's from the Charger chat. Because... That dude rules. He deserves it 100%. Um,
3: Thank you, Patrick, for coming on and chatting with Kevin. Uh, Now we've got to go on to the next segment. It is Fan Focus. Who is it? I don't
2: know. Who there? We're going to... I think we're going to Arizona. Okay. (laughs) Let's go. All right, guys. We are back with another Fan Focus, and we are super lucky to have Mikey from Arizona. What is going on, Mikey? Just great. Just so happy to be here, man. How's it going, Kevin? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited to have you. And uh, yeah, man, let's let's get into this. I'm excited to find out a little bit more about you as a Charger fan, and you know, being from Arizona, what that's all about. And I think we have something in common. We we're talking a little bit about uh, something specific before we got started. So We'll get into that too. But how did you become a Charger fan?
0: All right, so I was I was basically born into being a Charger fan, like how a lot of people are. Like my dad is the biggest Charger fan. I've ever met. So I'll kind of like backtrack and talk about how he became a Charger fan. So if that makes sense. Um, So he became a Charger fan because in Arizona, like we obviously didn't have the Cardinals until the late 80s. Um, So there was essentially three teams to watch that were broadcasted. There was the Dallas Cowboys, there was the Chargers, and then there was the Oakland Raiders. And there was way more Oakland Raider fans and way more Dallas Cowboy fans around him. So he wanted to go the route of being different. Okay. Um, so he, he became a Charger fan, a huge Charger fan. And what like put him over the edge of like solidifying being a Charger fan was John Jefferson. Okay. Because he was an Arizona State, you know, first round pick. And he was like, "Okay, this is a guy that I can ride with." So that's how he
5: became
0: a Charger fan, and then that led to me, um, obviously, getting introduced to guys like Junior Seau. That that was sure. my first love. Like, I think, I think the first thing, the first thing that I owned was a like tiny Junior Seau jersey. Like, he was he was 55 in high school, so he had to geek out over his favorite team having the best linebacker in the league. And then, you know, that led to me like really geeking out later with, you know, obviously Drew Brees, uh Ladanian Thompson, Philip Rivers, like all those guys. So yeah, I've been I've been a lifer, man. I was
2: born and then boom, San Diego Chargers, to LA Chargers. I'm here. <laughs> That's awesome. So your dad is your dad still a diehard fan?
0: Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So we we have uh, we go to his best friend's house for every game. It's uh, we call it the man cave. Love like it. Most people. Uh, but it's it's fun because uh, his best friend is a diehard Dallas fan, you know, growing up in the Valley. Sure. But, you know, he, he definitely keeps up with the Chargers. So I, I get to talk to him. And then there's that rivalry. Like, we, we beat him a
2: few years ago at Thanksgiving. Oh, that was, was a sweet. good one. Oh, were you there at the Thanksgiving game at his house?
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was just... I was eating his food and rubbing it in
2: his face. It was perfect. <laughs> I love it. It was perfect. Oh uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on kind of the where the the state of the charges are right now? Because if you're, you're like me, you've been a fan since basically birth. When was the last yeah. time you saw an off like this for us? Like pulling in all these studs. Like when was the last time you saw something like that? Uh, I I don't I don't think I ever have. Like I don't think I've ever
0: seen them spin this type of cap in the off season. And like, there's just, there's just so much to be excited about. Like I can't pinpoint one thing, you know what I mean? Bringing in JC Jackson, Khalil Mack, Um I'm super stoked about our young guys. Like I think Spiller is going to be a stud. Be fun I to think, see. Uh, I think JT Woods is going to definitely do a lot for Derwin James, James's game. I think he's going to be able to spread the field. Like it's just going to be a cheat code. And uh yeah, I can't say enough about this offseason. And then what's what I'm super excited about is seeing Justin Herbert in a in the same system for two years in a row. It's huge. Like that, that with, with how smart he is, mm-hmm. like he's he's going to kill it. And especially in Lombardi's system and stuff and how long Drew Brees was in that system. I, I just think the possibilities are endless. Like we had a top five offense last year. Like I can't even imagine like what have with okay you can go back to like with my with my daddy like before this interview he told me he's like the best thing ever was watching the don correal and the fouts but they never had a defense yeah they never had a defense to be able to back them up i can't imagine with herbert being in the second being in his second year in the system mastering it and having this defense that staley has built it's possibilities are endless man it's so exciting never been more excited to be a charger fan you
2: know that's a really good point the idea that like we've never had a completely cohesive team that covered all mm. aspects of you know football it's always yeah. been like a really strong offense you know lt those years you know the Corel years fouts years all that and now we have the herbert years but we actually have like a defense. It's kind of okay. like I, I'm just not ready for it. I'm used to watching football where we get into the fourth quarter and I'm like, oh shit, this is gonna fall yeah. apart. Our offense has played so awesome. Yeah. This is gonna fall apart. Yeah, I don't know it's if that's happening been, this year. It's gonna be weird getting used to it.
0: It's always been one side of the ball or the other, man. And just it's it's so exciting and like just balanced football. Like, has has a Charger fan ever wished for anything more than just balanced football? Like you can go back to 06 like you can you can say what you want like obviously with Merriman and everything like that but it's like i think i think with this defense and with what Justin Herbert brings to this team it's just like stay healthy i mean who knows man possibilities are endless i'm so excited for it
2: that's awesome man me too and you know we always like to ask you know kind of memories especially fans that have been fans for so long What's been your like greatest Charger memory up to this point? Watching,
0: I mean, as sad as it was and how it ended, but watching like Philip Rivers play that game with a torn ACL, yeah, like that, like that. Will always stick in my like, like Philip Rivers is the man. Like I'll, I'll say it. Like I feel like the guys that the Chargers bring in as players kind of correlates with how we are as fans. Sure, is that they're just good dudes that you root for it's like you you see so much drama throughout the league that like you know you have to watch guys I mean knock on wood you got to watch guys like getting arrested and just drama like the Deshaun Watson thing and everything like that but like the guys that the Chargers bring in that Telesco brings in are just like good dudes that you just want to root for that you want to succeed you know like Herbert like what a what a down-to-earth dude you know what i mean just that you want to root for and you want them to win a championship and i feel like that correlates with like the fans you know like all of us like seeing the community of of chargers fans and stuff and like going on twitter every day and watching your guys's podcasts and stuff like that we're just a bunch of cool people you know that just like love the game of football that just want the best possible outcome you know and I know. So it's hard to answer your question, but like the whole thing in general, is just, I'm very passionate about, and I love, you know, it's good stuff. (laughs) Agreed,
2: man. The energy is different right now, being a charger fan, you know, five years ago, it was not like it is right now. So I'm totally behind, behind you on that. And then, you know, let's get you out of here on this, you know, what are, there's so many things you could pinpoint and look at. And I ask this every week. I just I want to find out what other people are really excited about. You know, is it Justin? Is it the defense? Like, what are you most excited about this upcoming season? I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. Again, it's so hard to pinpoint just one. Um, obviously, the defense, and then going back to, I'm I'm super excited about these young guys. Like, I'm, I think Spiller's going to do amazing things backing up Austin Eckler. I, like, I I'm a true believer in him. I, uh, I mean, I might be one of the only ones about this, but I think Trey Pimpkins is going to, after working with Duke Mayweather and Rashawn Slater, so yeah, optimism. I have huge optimism for him. I think he's going to take that spot over, over Storm. Um, I mean, just just like you guys, like optimistic to the fullest. But I, uh, I'm excited about that. 'Cause everybody's just been questioning about that. It's like what's gonna happen
2: yeah. at right tackle. And it's, I it's I think, the easy playing. it's easy dog to it kick because he's so it down is. all the time.
0: Exactly. But I I think him as a person, especially where he came from, like Sewell Falls, like you know, he got thrown into the NFL after being in such a small system. It's like you gotta that's one that's a project. You know what I mean? So it's like I think he's taken the proper steps to be able to Get to where he is now and compete for that position this year, and I think our line will have a pretty dominant year. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. And then going back to Justin Herbert in year two of the system, I think he's just going to yeah. dominate that. Let's go from a let's go from a top five
2: defense to a one or two. Huh? I love yeah. it. I'm on board for that, man. And uh, to wrap to wrap this up, like we talking beforehand, we both are in the film industry. We got to collab, dude. We got to come up with something. We got to do something charger related, uh, dude. Dude,
0: between me, you, and the director, we need like some kind of let's go, heart, like some kind of something. I mean, the life of Philip Rivers having eight kids or something
2: like that. Oh, you want to go deep dive on a doc? I'm in for that. Let's go. We can oh, if I could sh- interview, be on the set that Philip Rivers is and interview him and light him, and I would. That would be amazing. It would be. I just want to hear the stories.
0: Like he always talks about, like. What was his favorite part of football is just the locker room, you know, yeah. all the guys that he got to play with. And he'll, you know, he always does the appropriate answer on that. But like, man, I couldn't imagine like how many years he played for them and everything that we want to hear. Yeah. Just to sit down, like, yeah, you know, Joan Rivers type interview. Let's, yeah, yeah, 60 minutes. Oh, yeah, 60 minutes with uh, Philip Rivers and eight kids. Let's do it.
2: Let's do it. <laughs> it. Round table. Um, oh, man. All right, well, Mike, Mikey, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, it was awesome getting to learn a little bit more about you. And I know we're talking you were- beforehand. We were talking you might come to SoFi next year. You got to let us know when you get there.
0: Yeah, hundred oh, percent. I I would love to meet you. I would love to meet Coach. I would love to meet Wool Dog. Like you guys are. You guys make great content. You guys make my nights of coming home amazing. I I can't thank you guys enough. Thank so. you,
2: thank you, man. That means okay. uh, means a lot to us. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love <laughs> you. Bye. Hey, Mikey. Hey, Mikey. Ah, oh, that guy rules, dude.
3: It it really does. It means a lot when you say stuff like that. Like it, it you you might think that there are podcasts out there that hear that all the time. They really don't. And I mean, we do this. We're not, trust me, folks, we're not making buttloads of money doing this. We're doing it's this the because ultimate hobby we, we love to do I
2: it. just, what am I, I love being here with you in this room. But yeah, I also awesome. love the moment when a fan focus, like I'll message somebody out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Here's the time, here's the link. And they pop up and it's like, we're best friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the energy of that and like meeting somebody new for the first time. It's yeah. like, and Mikey was that. I was like, all right, well, I guess we're going to have to like, do work together or something, you're something because you're awesome. because not? I, yeah. yeah you're really fun to hang out with and you love the chargers and uh, i do too so it's, yeah it's that common bond of like loving something so much mm-hmm. that like no matter what happens you you have something in common and you can be friends so absolutely that's what's so awesome about mikey and um yeah that was that was a finding great finding the focus. common
3: ground absolutely um mikey thank you so much for coming on and and chatting with kev we really do appreciate it Thanks, it really brother. does mean a lot um, that we get to chat with all of these people from from all over the world, it really is something special. Um, all right, gang. Well, it's time for <laughs> Ask Bolt Fam. It's a long one, so sit tight. There's, a, there's get some a, popcorn. Get some popcorn. It's a special Fourth of July episode of Ask Bolt Fam. Need some fireworks. Let's blast
8: off. <laughs> <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up
3: his bottle. That' what do you do. <laughs> I've my myself in excitement. Both are hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Love your boy. That's right, folks. It's time for Ask Bold Famine. Hey, look Coach! at that. Coach made it. How you
4: doing, buddy? <laughs> I snuck away into the car for like three minutes. <laughs> and come to idea, guys.
2: Dude, uh, the, what happened to the mustache? It came, it's gone so it's quick. It's blending now.
4: Yeah, there's a baby coming, so I didn't want lifelong newborn child. photos. One, I didn't want to scare my newborn child. And two, we're going to take pictures. I don't want lifelong memories of the mustache. Oh, come on. Fair uh, enough. Fair uh, enough. This, I understand it. I understand it. The
3: lack of commitment concerns me. But hey, yeah, there,
4: there's a definite lack of commitment <laughs> to the
2: mustache.
3: Thank you for coming on. We, we're going to get you in for at least one Ask Bolt fam question. I think this is a great one. This comes from J Rob.
2: Certified fresh.
3: Who asked the question? All right, J Rob asked for me to do a Peter Griffin voice, but this I don't do a good Peter Griffin, so I want this to be done right for for J. So
8: here we go. What is up, fam? First of all, I want to send my best wishes for the coach family and hope all turned out well.
3: Now I'm looking for some advice. I have been a Chargers fan since I was ten years old. Now twenty seven. I always thought I was going to continue the Charger
8: tradition, going with my kids, no issues. I was wrong. When I met my now wife, I was brought into a Raider home when I met her family. I remember walking in that house and seeing that disgusting
3: silver and black on the walls <laughs> and even noticed my wife had a Raiders jersey in a closet. Even though I second-guessed breaking up with her right then and there, I realized I could not do that, as as it was not her fault that she was brainwashed from such an early age. When I ended up marrying her a few years later, hello well, and I am happy to say she has been converted to a fellow Bolt fam. Now, let's go back to the real issue at hand. The other day, I walked into my home and I see my newborn son's crib with a damn silver and black pirate blanket with several pirate toys around. As I immediately tried to clean my son's crib, my wife refused. As her dad had bought all
8: those gifts for his grandson and she thought it was sweet. Even though my wife is now Charger's fan... She doesn't fully understand the
3: rivalry I have with her father. I am now forced for the meantime to see my son around that disgusting silver and black. Have any of you dealt with a similar situation? And should I just grab all the things in the crib and light it on fire and to the dumpster where it belongs? P.S. All I've been getting all summer is well, at least we made the playoffs and knocked you out from my father-in-law. Oh. I can't wait to sweep the stupid Raiders. Kay, love you. Bye. All right. Well, hey, who
4: better and, to ask? Thank you. So Kyle I was Coach Duggan. I was gonna say, be like, oh, that's that's hard, you know, like that's a tough situation. But if he's talking crap, that's the easiest decision in the world. Burn you take all. that stuff. You you burn it, you like tear it and you deliver it back to him Yeah. And, ashes and write him a note saying if this happens again you will not you will not see your grandson. <laughs> Like you have all the leverage. You have all of the leverage. You want to see your grandson? This won't happen again. <laughs> oh man. He's <laughs> smarter than that. I knew if you he were was, the best. And he was being cool about it. At the playoff talk, that's right. where the line gets crossed on one end. Wow, so yeah, now it's point. all is fair and love and war. Go that's after it. That's a good point. And I think you point. need to
2: burn the crib too because it touched the crib. So just start start anew. By proxy, yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah you anew. could. If you want to be on the good side with your wife, you could make it an accident, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. you just be like, oh, shoot, the crib lit on fire.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's all gone. I'm oh, glad we got rid of that before the how baby. How could this was, happen, yeah. honey? Yeah.
3: I had no idea. Good
4: thing the baby wasn't shoot. in there, right? <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> well, let's just be thankful that this wasn't yeah. a serious murder. Well, and I think That's this perfect. is an interesting question as well, because both of your wives are fans of other teams, right? Or is Hillary my wife? My no. wife
4: is a diehard Charger fan. Okay, got, okay, please. So she didn't like football until she we started dating, so I was able okay. to convert her fresh. Okay,
2: my wife on the other Packer, hand, my wife's a Packer fan, but since I've only bought Charger stuff for my kids, she's kind of <laughs> and she doesn't watch as intently and crazy as she used to yeah. Yeah. and i over because we do the podcast and i overwhelm her with charger information she's like she's just becoming a fan by she's proxy. just slowly accepting yeah. it, she, she it she this allowed
4: parenthood fan. to be more important than her fandom
2: yeah you didn't i did not <laughs> <laughs> her children are the most important things in her life
4: justin herbert is right no, up
5: there with them for you yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> True. Um,
4: all right. Well,
3: hey, Jay Rob, there's uh there's some words of advice from from two fathers that uh know what they're talking about. No,
4: hey, know the leverage that you have in these negotiations. <laughs> there you go. At the end of the day.
3: That's right. That's well, right. Kyle, thanks for popping up for at yeah. least one question. Uh Again, hope everything's going good, and we are we love you, and <laughs> where, we miss you.
2: Where do we go from there? This is all going to be shit now. Trust me. Kyle just set it on fire and walked away, burning this crib to the ashes.
3: <laughs> There's some pretty damn good questions we got here. So, all right. Kyle, take care of yourself, yep. and we'll, we'll see you hopefully pretty soon.
2: Love you, All bye. right, boys, have fun.
3: Okay, love you, bye.
4: Okay, love, Kay, you, love bye. you, bye.
3: All right, well, let's go on to the next question from
8: Aaron Swimmer. Yeah.
3: Who asked the question.
8: Hey, Bolt fam, just found out I'm going to be a dad again. Yeah. <laughs> Super excited. Hopefully the Charger blood is stronger than the cowboy blood.
2: Wow, these back-to-back questions are perfect. Yeah, back-to-back dad
8: Well, I mean,
3: this really isn't a question, but...
2: No, this is a congratulations. Yeah, Super this is happy a congratulations, for you, Aaron. Yeah. That's amazing, man. So pumped. Let's build this fan base from literally... <laughs> The ground up.
3: The ground up, yes. Trying to think of generation. something else to say,
2: but like, I'm not going <laughs> anywhere near that.
3: So can, can you give Aaron any words of advice as far as like having... uh the this cowboy blood who who invited the cowboy blood I don't it's, understand
2: so i'm still in the process my oldest is 7 so okay. there's still i've been working this it's a slow slow game mm-hmm. it's a long game it's a the sting kind of operation True. so yeah. what i'm doing is i'm just slowly introducing my kids to the chargers a little bit more than she's doing with them with the packers is and how I,
3: is she is she doing anything to introduce them to the packers a,
2: a pinch but really? not okay. not near the level of what I'm doing with them with the Chargers. <laughs> she's like, not
3: starting a podcast
2: called no, Packer Chat? No, pa- no, pa- no Pack Chat. No, no Pack Chat. Um, so yeah, I would just say the slow, just lay out a plan. Right. Lay out a, a good two-year plan
5: mm-hmm.
2: where you just overwhelm slowly. Mm-hmm. And then you body slam the fuck out of her two years <laughs> in. And then the kids are all yours. And then she's a Charger fan. There because, And then also take her to Thunder Alley experience what being a charger fan is all about right and going to a game and then you're you're, you're set up and man. you're good to go
3: yeah excellent well aaron congratulations congrats buddy and uh hope all goes well let's move it on now to bolt fan 43 who asked the question with it being the 4th of july I could not help myself i would like the following monologue from independence day recited in wool dogs nerd voice. well here you go bolt fan 43
2: Uh, uh, i love these non-questions that's just this is giving adam a chance it's fun honestly like sitting here in like the room with you it's just like holy shit that was awesome
3: Uh, yeah so yeah no question in in there but hey it's fun it's fourth of july Who, who cares let's have some fun uh, and yeah, watch yeah. Independence Day. I think that's got to be the best 4th of July movie.
2: Pretty good. Aliens, America. Can't go wrong.
3: more can you ask for? Yeah. Uh, all w- right. Will Smith. Will Smith. Don't Jeff Goldblum.
2: Awesome. Come on. Pullman. Pullman. All day. Yeah. Every day.
3: Every day. BoltFam43, <laughs> thank you for making the request. <laughs> uh, let's move it on now to House of Hain. What? what? Who asked the question.
8: I'll say, I'll say, happy 4th, BoltFam. Would you rather... Sweep the West or win the lottery and buy the team. As always, I say, I
3: say, fuck the Raiders. K, love you, bye. Sweet. Interesting. Ooh. <laughs> I'm really? just kidding. Okay. No, win the <laughs> lottery and have enough money okay. to buy the football team. I was going to say, really? All right.
2: <laughs> no. No, I'd have to buy the football team. Right. I mean, it, it just, just imagine what would happen to this podcast if we could buy the Chargers. Oh <laughs> <laughs> we have a Charger Chat broadcast studio in SoFi. Right. Psh. Yeah. Or we could take it back to San Diego. I don't know. I haven't thought about it because I'm not a bazillionaire right. yet. We're just now thinking about
3: it. But yeah,
2: yeah I mean... Just make it millions, at, let's go.
3: Right. At Looking at the question, do we want to sweep the division for a season or buy the team for to own for God knows how long for the rest of our lives? Like, I think the
2: sweeps are coming, man.
3: Yeah, I think the sweeps are coming Vest regardless.
2: Invest in brooms, you know, just because we're going to be <laughs> sweeping that shit all day. <laughs>
3: Uh, so there you go. How's the pain? We'd rather, yeah, we'd rather own the team. I think. Yeah. yeah. Safe to say. Yeah. Uh, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltville seven one four. Who asked the question? Evatos, hey, it's me again. And I deal smell. We're in the month of July. Fool. Happy fourth of July to all the board familiar, by the way. <laughs> but f- fool. I want to give a shout out to the homie Wu Pero for always giving the fans what they want. Unlike these Doug and Vantos with their family vacations and baby births. like Where's your priorities, fools? I mean, of course, I'm joking. I mean, congratulations on the new member of the familia. That being said, do we as Charger fans have like a hierarchy or a fandom based on how long we've been Charger fans? Like, what I mean is, if the Chargers were to win a Super Bowl... And went on to dominate the next few years, similar to what Casey has done the last few years. And it brought new Charger fans and some bandwagons. Would you give them the same respect you would to someone who has been a fan through the dark times? Oh, yeah. And f*** the Raiders, fool. Can't love you. Bye.
2: That was good. That was a good one, (laughs) dude. Hold on, because I'm sure... (laughs) The
3: Cholo voice will come back. Oh, he's coming back. Yeah, there's a few requests. So beautiful. Um, All right. Well, I think this is an interesting question because we've kind of talked a little yeah. bit about this before, as far as like bringing on new fans and do you, do you get? I, I don't like the idea of like giving respect to another uh, fan.
2: I think there's an element. Well, it's just how you would show it, right? Sure. It's like you don't shit on the guys that are new because you don't I, want to. No, it's like you know the height of chargers dumb in the past where we'd fill stadiums was there's was a lot of bandwagoners this is sure. when we were, when you play well you get a lot of fans but as we, we as diehards know what we are mm-hmm. so you can see another diehard you don't have to shit on the new ones right you just you can see you know, an old school fan and just have a little more appreciation for them. Right. I think there's, there's something to that being there. that doesn't mean that we can't be the best friends with the new fans. Of course not. I bring them all on. i w I'm tired of not filling up our stadium. So, but there's like a little secret handshake. There's a little, there's mm. a secret
3: handshake. And I think it depends on how the new fan represents themselves. Like obviously if they're a jackass or something like that, that's yeah. like, well, thanks for cheering us on. But go away sure. or something like that. But I think there are going to be new fans, especially with people like Mike Modlin, who is giving Bolt history, where even though a new fan doesn't necessarily live through the history, they understand you the history. get a taste of it, yeah. And they can appreciate the history. Sure. So, I mean, you're not necessarily, like, showing a, a level of respect. I think you just got to, like, appreciate the fact that, hey, man, we've got some fans. Like, and the more the merrier. Like, there really shouldn't be, like, a, a red uh, velvet rope of like well the good fans are over here and the so-so fans are over here it's like we're family yeah let's let's treat each other like family sure. and like regardless of how long we've been in the family like would you treat a nephew that was like just born like psh, you think you're a dug-in? Like, come
5: on,
2: <laughs> yeah no that's a good <laughs> I've been, point th-
3: been here for 30 plus years buddy but you're on. in
2: the family but then there also is the grandpa that you show a little bit more respect and right admiration for the fact that you know i've been a fan for tw- 30 years right i i don't i don't need respect the fans that like need extra respect i don't know about i it's not it's not me but right I, I see how there's a certain element of you've been a diehard for this long you bled for so many years you've had so many disappointments right you want a little bit of like the hey but this I've been here for a while, you know. I'm just like, <laughs> just kind of give me a high five or sure, like a sure. pat on the ass and sitting, you know, it's like some something, something. So you know? there you
3: go. The, the, that's the <laughs> that's the message here, folks. Just show a little appreciation to the folks that have been through this for as long as they have. Not yeah. necessarily showing disrespect to those that haven't been, but show appreciation to just like just appreciate. Good-
2: the old school fans, like the fans in their 60s, the fans in their, their 70s, they have been there through here, the, through the whole the thin. thing. Yeah. yeah. Give them an extra big hug.
3: G- give them another Medella, please. Hell yeah. For Pete's sake. Big time. Boltville 714. Great question. Great question. Thank you for asking it. Let's move it on now to Mario Vences. Right. Who asked the question.
8: Uh, hey, uh, hi. Uh, hey, uh, CC gang, uh, is football back yet? Uh, uh, was he in? He was in. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Okay, uh, uh, question. Um, What's that? Huh? Are we going for it on fourth again? Wait, are, are the Huggin' brothers not twins? Like, what the shit? Shh, shh. Do you hear that? They're listening. <laughs> I know we're coming.
3: I can hear them shaking in their boots. Look, Mac Daddy and Bosa are out of control. They can't be stopped. Uh, so, wait. So you three aren't twins? Ooh, what's the difference in age? Touchdown, Herbert! <laughs> the Raiders kill you bye! All right, so he has for a paranoid <laughs> withdrawing,
2: twitching that was manic. That so, <laughs> was good. You got into character I on tried. that one. Yeah,
3: well, it helps when you get in like <coughs> emotions and everything like that. So That was good. Um, okay, so I think there was... We're uh, not twins. So yeah, they're not twins, first and foremost.
2: I am six years older than Coach. Right. And I'm about... Five, four Five months younger than you?
3: February to August.
2: Math. Don't, count, July, don't August, count on me. About half a year. Yeah, six months. Six ish. months, yeah. So that that's... And Adam is not blood, but I consider him blood. Mm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you were my best man over a coach. So that's we'll true. say that. And
3: Kyle will never forgive me for no, that. He won't.
2: But granted, that. <laughs> he was like 17 when I got married, so...
5: No, so it's he's, like he's,
2: he... no, he's going to be. Hold on. Let me do the math because he's going to be pissed about all this. Shit.
5: <laughs> I mean, he was
2: 19. He was 19. And honestly, where I was at at the time, I was like, who can throw me the best bachelor party? Sure, sure. A 19-year-old who can't drink yet or the Wool Dog. Wool Pero came barking and took care of my my special day. I did what I could. Yeah. So, Dave and Buster's all day. <laughs> Dave and Buster's. <laughs> <laughs> that was just how it started Limo to David Buster's and then it got a little crazier. and then it
3: went out of hand but yeah. uh, but that's yeah. okay we still had fun yeah um, we did so there you go Mario Vences thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to Chris M yeah who asked the question I may be crazy but I have a feeling <laughs> with this new defense the Chargers could end up being number one in both sacks and interceptions <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you guys think? On a scale of one to ten, one being impossible, batshit crazy, and ten being a luck, take it to the bank.
2: Give me your best guess. K, love you, bye. Okay. Sacks and interceptions. Both
3: number one in sacks and interceptions. That seems... I mean, do they go hand in hand with Well, each you get other? a sack,
2: you can't get an interception. That's true. That's very true. So, <laughs> well, let's connect those dots to Thank start. Thank you for clearing that up. So bro. the odds of, <laughs> the the odds of having the most sacks and then having the most interceptions right. means you're missing a lot of sacks, but you're getting in pressure. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> this is like crazy. If this happened, it would, we would be the best defense of all time.
3: Easily, yeah.
2: So yeah, I'm gonna go with yeah.
3: So, on a scale of 1 to 10,
2: what do you what kind of a number are you throwing at it? I want to say like a 3, but let's go 8. So,
3: uh, okay, wait. So, 10 being the highest, 1 being the lowest, you want to say a 3?
2: I want to say the odds of it happening are a 3. Really? Okay. Very low. Okay. But I'm going to go 8. You're going to go 8. Shamelessly positive. Yeah.
3: I'm going to say... I'm going to say it's about 50-50, but more leaning on the side of we are shamelessly pos- possibly happening. We are so I'll, sh- <laughs>
2: I'll
3: give it a six.
2: You're crazy. I'll give it a six. Because, you hit that crack pipe a little too hard on hey, that last question. Don't you judge me.
3: Because um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think just looking at the defense, we've all looked at the defense. We've talked about the guys that we picked up. Kaleo Mack and Joey Bosa coming at you at the same time. And then you've got J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, uh, Asante Samuel Jr., J.T. Woods, Mike Davis, all sitting in the backfield, waiting for you to get so scared about Bosa and Mac coming at you that you either curl up in a ball and take the sack, or you just huck it, praying to God that one of your receivers is better than our secondary, which they're not, and the secondary is going to just pluck that ball right out of the air. I think, I think it's it's not impossible.
5: If
2: if. We win the Super Bowl if you're right. If uh, we ha- sure. th- our defense would be the most dominant defense in like the NFL's history yeah. if that happened.
3: Absolutely. Right. Because if you com- combine that with the offense, a top five offense from last year that's basically the same going into this next season,
2: it's going to happen.
5: Super Bowl bound. <laughs>
3: ride with me.
2: Um, <laughs> Come on, ride.
3: Chris M, thank you <laughs> for asking the question. Let's move it on now. Oh, shit. To Shamelessly Positive Ryan, who asked the question. I know you guys are big movie buffs, and I hope you're MCU nerds like me. My question, who on the Chargers would be the following characters? Captain America, Hulk, Nick Fury, Doctor Strange, Thor, Iron Man, Black Panther. Keep up the great work, gents. Can't love you, Mike. F- the Raiders. F- the Broncos. And
2: the Chiefs. so i have a confession to make. i've got another <laughs> confession to make i haven't watched all the mcu movies <laughs> <I know. laughs>
3: kevin is not as big of an mcu nerd as you might be shamelessly positive ryan but i can but promise please you, don't
2: affect let that affect how you feel about me no
3: but i can promise you that i
2: am oh he's, so, he's he, he does enough for the both of us
3: yeah so let me let me let me i got two. talk to me tell me your two what are you what are you feeling
2: it's easy okay captain america yeah. Justin Herbert.
3: See, now that's what I thought too. That's oh what, no. But I go down the list and I see Thor.
2: I have a Thor. That's my other one. Is it Justin Herbert? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Joy Bosa. Okay. What's your reasoning? Because he's powerful. Okay. <laughs> and he's one of the strongest we have. Sure. Okay. And he's got Thor-like vibes. Sure. Okay. So I think you could interchange them. I think Captain America does it all.
3: I think Captain America is obviously the leader of the Avengers and I think Justin Herbert is that leader as well I think that's easy um, and I would say Nick Fury is probably Brandon Staley yeah I think I, because I, know, yeah, I know that Nick Fury is the, the leader quote unquote of the Avengers sure. and so that would be Brandon Staley Hulk you know who the Hulk is who well, I mean, I'm just in general, you know who the Hulk oh, is. Oh, I know
2: yeah. Adam, I'm not that I, fucking out of the listen, loop. Listen, I'm just I know who the Hulk is. So we can we can You're making me mad, okay? You don't want to make me mad.
3: You wouldn't like it. Um so let's see. Who would be who would we say is either the strongest person or someone that has like the most explosivity uh on the team?
2: I don't know. see I kind of think Khalil Mack. I'm looking for somebody that flips. Somebody that is like nice in general, but then goes is different on Sundays.
3: Sure. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. what I
2: think of with the whole Okay,
3: yeah. I think that's a great observation. So who's
2: a soft, kind of quiet guy that Khalil
3: Mack, dude. Yeah. I definitely. think Khalil Mack both both on the strength aspect and everything that we've seen of him in interviews is he's a very soft spoken, very Oh, quiet I got it. Change
2: it for Sean Slater. For the he, Hulk? He turns into a monster on Sundays. He He's soft-spoken and cool. Mm-hmm. And then he becomes one of the best left tackles. Right. Un- unassuming. Okay. I like that. And then he can shuts you down. He shuts you down.
3: Um, all right. I I think Hulk or Khalil Mack could fit fit into that role. Okay. Doctor Strange. I don't expect you to know a lot about this guy. So I'm I watched the to-
2: first Doctor Strange movie.
3: Okay. So we're looking at somebody who...
5: Does magic.
3: It, does magic? Does <laughs> magic? <laughs> well, who 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 does magic? Who does something magical on the field? Something that you would not expect? Austin Eckler, a player, right?
2: Hundred percent. I like it. You, you'd look at him and be like, oh, I don't expect any much from you, but then you can do everything, well, and again, you're one of the strongest. As an undrafted part. free agent. Amen.
3: The world didn't expect much from this guy. Exactly, and he comes out and does something magical.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> magic.
3: Um. All right, Iron Man. Iron Man, Tony Stark, smart guy, good with gadgets. Uh, Oh, Zion Johnson.
2: Oh, yeah. Zion Johnson had a background.
3: Computer nerd.
2: Deal. Okay. I like.
3: That's as good of a connection as you're going to get us, folks. And Black Panther, who's somebody that is like strong with their roots, does a lot for the community. Uh, Derwin James. Derwin James. Yeah, Derwin James. Yeah, just because of how much he he does for the community,
2: I would say I would say he's That's a nice back lineup. I'd like to see a poster of that.
3: Please, hey, we I know that we've got some artistic people out there that can conjure something up.
2: If you can conjure that up, it will go on a t shirt and go on our website, lickety split, <laughs> and we'll split the profits we with will you. Split
3: the profits. Um, all right. Shamelessly positive ride. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Signora Snappy, who asked the question. Hi guys. I found myself doing strange things, strange things to fill the void of Chargers football, reading last season statistics, watching Madden 2022 simulations, psyching my cat out with Keenan Allen route moves to make us all
8: feel better. What new habits have you all done to fill the void? K love you bye. Gooster's mustache. <laughs>
3: Uh, what have we done <laughs> to fill the void? Well, I'll tell you what—we've been doing two episodes a freaking week. That's,
5: a, <laughs> that's a lot to
3: fill the void. That's a lot to fill anybody's void.
2: <laughs> I've had—I've been my recent hobby has been not fishing for fish, but fishing for dogs. Oh, <laughs> I've been something's been part. One of my hobbies is trying to get the person I'm talking to right now in the face to do be part of something else. So working on that, that is vague as shit. That is so vague. <laughs> so eventually we'll say it if it, it's hundred percent, right? I,
3: yeah, everything's been signed.
2: So go ahead. The senior snappy. This is the senior is snappy. This is a good yeah. one to answer. So, yeah.
3: um, I guess. Yeah. So the, as of September I'm going to be moving and I know I know a lot of you are going to say it's in the wrong direction I understand but <laughs> the opportunities are too good and the op- the opportunity to be closer to Kevin is high five buddy is incomparable so as of September I'm going to be moving out to Missouri
2: we are literally you are down, you're gonna be down the street from me. I'm
3: gonna be so close to Kevin, it's gonna be awkward. It's gonna be
2: awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be awkwardly awesome. We get to watch all the games we can't go together. It's gonna be the greatest thing that's ever happened. Yes. To
3: me. So there's there's some job opportunities out here for me to to do stuff with Kevin and to further my career. And it's unfortunate that it's not in LA next to Charger Stadium. But if it could be yeah. anywhere else. Yeah. I'd rather it be with Kevin.
2: And I need more Charger fans out in Missouri to fight off all these Chiefs, okay? We're Kevin just creating a stronghold, and we're going to fight them all together.
3: So he called his fat friend
2: <laughs> Bulldog who can't <laughs> fight for shit. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> you, can talk him, you can talk him down, okay? Right. And then I mean, I'll punch him when you talk him down and you distract him. I'm the distraction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes.
3: So, all right, well, there you go. That was a
2: fun way to reveal that.
3: That really was. So oh, well, there you, you go, was. folks. Senior Snappy, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson. Gavin, who asked the question, with Coach having the mustache and looking like someone from Top Gun, it got me wondering if you guys could have a part in any movie. What would it be? Would you create a new character for the movie? And if so, what would the character be? Bolt up, k love you, boy. Great question. Great question. Boy, There's it's I, so I know.
2: open. Oh, you got it? Immediately. Whoa. Immediately. All right. One top 10 favorite movies of all time. Sure. Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. I want to be Kurt Russell. Okay. Basically, any movie Kurt Russell's in, I want to be Kurt Russell because he's the coolest <laughs> fucking guy in the world. So, Kurt Russell from Big Trouble in Little China. All right. He has a mullet. He drives a truck. He gets into trouble. He's kind of a buffoon. Seeing it, seeing the connection. But then at the end of the day he gets the girl and saves everything. Right. You know. So that that's that's kind of where I'd like to be.
4: I like it. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) What about Um, you? Um all
3: right, well First of all, before I, I go to my answer, I think again, and if, if there's any artistic people out there that want to put Kevin's face <laughs> on a big trouble in little China
2: poster talking about some big trouble, please. In do. little China, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh god, I
3: would want to, I would want to be in Toy Story, <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I would treat the toys so well. <laughs> We'd have so much fun.
2: <laughs> You'd be the opposite oh, no. of Sid. You'd be Sid's neighbor
3: on I would be the, the opposite of Sid and uh, Al from Al's Toy Barn in Toy Story 2. And I would just hang out with Woody and Buzz and be like, what are we doing today,
2: guys? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'd watch that. Cause he, cause That'd make a billion dollars if that were a movie. I'm,
3: Pixar, are you listening?
2: Yeah, He does voices, guys. <laughs>
3: Guys, because um, we did see in Toy Story one, he did reveal to Sid, he was like, "So play nice. nice." So he they will talk to people. Yeah, it's it's
2: canon. I've always wanted to make a a short film, but from Sid's point of view, because Sid doesn't know that he's being a complete utter piece of shit. He's just having fun, but in a psychotic way. Mm-hmm. But it, imagine toys coming to life at you. Mm-hmm. How? scary that would be oh sure i want to do like a short film version of sid's perspective after he gets home from pizza planet and what that's all about <laughs> It might be the scariest movie ever made
3: are you trying to humanize them and like make him a more sympathetic character or are you wanting it just to be kind of scary
2: just the idea that the you've been with the toys up to this point so okay. they're not scary you're with this kid who's just kind of a dickhead kid right but then all these toys come out of nowhere and right with him that is so scary
3: and then see like the aftermath of like him in therapy like you're oh
2: yeah like this is a dark film this might not get a good rating this might be NC-17 how scary that would
3: be oh dear well hopefully Pixar didn't listen to that part I might
2: actually (laughs) just do like a fan film version just call it Sid and just like the end of that Movie from Just the other post, side. Yeah. Yeah. Not animated. We'll cast it. We'll shoot it. Sure, live
3: action. Shoot yeah. a live action. Because yeah. that
2: would even be scarier live action. A
3: little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: All right. Sorry. I went on the team.
3: You. No, you're good. <laughs> I, I like it. Gavin Gibson, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to DHBC Oklahoma. What, what? Who asked the question? The same question as
8: last week. But now the NFC West. The rule is we trade a starter. We get a starter. <laughs> we trade a backup. We get a backup
3: <laughs> in return. All right. So Die Hard Bowl Club, Oklahoma, keeping it going with their
2: tough it's a question. Theme. It's of, a theme. It's a weekly theme.
3: Well, they told us that they're going to go through the entire NFL.
2: Oh, shit. We got...
3: so <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, we've got at least a few more <laughs> <laughs> weeks of these kind of questions. But um yeah, so basically trading... A player, you know, starter for a starter, you know, second string for a second string, third string for a third string, so forth and so on. So if we had to trade with these teams, had to trade, what player would we trade or what position, I guess, would we trade? And
2: The easiest one in the um, NFC West Mm -hmm. is the Rams. Sure. Aaron Donald is one of the best players. Yeah. So I think Sebastian Joseph Day-esque, one of those inside defensive Mm -hmm. linemen for him would Mm -hmm. be the easy answer.
3: Which is funny because Sebastian Joseph Day just came from the Rams. Yeah, he's like <laughs> head back over dosi do with Aaron Donald. Um, all right, well let's see the one of the other teams. I think one of the other easier ones that you could say is is the Forty Um, You know, obviously not Nick Bosa. We don't want to trade Nick Bosa for, for Joey. Joey Bosa. <laughs> no, I mean as I wouldn't be heartbroken. It's a question
2: of how the depth chart. If you could. Finagle the JEP chart and get a little creative. <laughs> Khalil Mack becomes number one. The Bosa brothers together and not Mack and Bosa, oh, but, but Bosa trade and would you
3: Mack for Nick Bosa? hundred percent. Really?
2: One hundred percent. Really? He's younger. He's got more. More. I would. Okay. But it's not going to happen. And I love Khalil Mack.
3: I was going to say, I mean, for all the excitement you have for Khalil Mack and you're just going like, oh, yeah.
2: Two bosses
3: I'm not saying it wouldn't be cool. I'm just saying. Just
2: imagine the look at Kyle and I. The competitiveness. They <laughs> would be true. going so hard for that quarterback because they're not going to get outshined by that's their true. brother. That's true. It's added incentive.
3: All right. Well, I, I would say for for the 49ers, you would trade tight ends. You would trade George Kittle for Gerald Everett. That's a no
2: brainer. Yeah, I, I like that one.
3: That one's that one's pretty easy. Um, and then there's the the Seahawks and Arizona Cardinals.
2: I just don't like anybody on the Cardinals. There's no one I'd give up for like uh, one of our starters. Right. So w- when I don't have anything else to go with, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the special teams. Let's just flop <laughs> kickers. I think okay. that's the move. Let's go as a Prater, uh, Matt Prater. Sure. For,
3: yeah, Matt Prater. For
2: Hopkins. For Hopkins. Like ballpark. Not going to be slipped too hard one way or the other. Kind
3: of a lateral move
2: probably. Yeah, just because I just, there's no one really on, you know. DeAndre Hopkins, it seems like a little, not quite our type of player. Right. And he's just got suspended and all that noise. So, yeah.
3: Well, I'm looking at the Seahawks roster here and. Okay. Well, this is interesting. Okay. So they show Rashad Penny as the starter, which I would not trade Rashad Penny
2: for Austin. They have him as the starter this year on their website.
3: Well, this. Okay. So this is per CBS NFL. So if this is inaccurate. I don't care. It's the Seattle Seahawks. Do I care? <laughs>
2: Who gives a shit? Um, luck.
3: So, and then Kenneth Walker, the third is their second, but they show Chris Carson with all these other players as the third string guys. I'd trade Chris Carson for Joshua Kelly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure. I sure. like that. That's thinking outside the box. Well, Doc, I'm, Hey,
3: I, I'm just, I, this is, it's all for fun, folks.
2: <laughs> who cares? I love it. I love it. I think, I uh, it.
3: I think uh, I'll make that work. I'll make that trade. I like it. I'm in. So diehard Ball Club, Oklahoma, thank you for asking the question. Can't wait to see which division you choose next, next. week. So let's move it on now to Sean Mitchell, who asked the question. Hello there. Uh, this is Korg. I'm made of rocks. I'm also Thor's uh, beast friend. Not your Thor, but uh, my Thor. Your Thor throws bombs, mine throws an axe. He used to throw a hammer, but now his girlfriend does. Or, well, his ex-girlfriend is with his ex-hammer, and theres they are also a Thor. Uh, Sure are a lot of Thors these days. Anyway, I was thinking about your Thor, Herbert. He has a little brother up in Oregon that plays tight end and trains with him in the off season. They are saying that he is projecting to be a second or third round pick next year. As much as I believe Everett will have a great year, seeing a Herbert-to-Herbert connection for the future just sounds way too amazing. Also, Lombardi loves his tight ends and two tight end sets. What do you think the odds are that we draft Patrick Herbert given our current depth? Also, fun fact... Russell Wilson has never beat the Chargers. Do you think that stays true this year? I don't think week 17 should count if we are resting starters because we're, we've already locked down a first round bye. Oh, also, f*** the Raiders. They're not even good pirates. <laughs> I know space pirates, and even they suck.
2: All right, good one. Holy shit, this was packed. This was like a bolt history almost. We got a little bit of fun. We got some fun facts.
3: Well, I think he he makes a pretty good argument. Um, The idea of I mean, obviously, if we're jazzed about Bosa and Bosa playing on the same team, we got to be jazzed about Herbert Herbert uh, and Herbert Herbert playing on the same team. So
2: I want that more than anything right now. (laughs) Like second or third round, if he if that's a he's available in the third round, just get him. Just get him. Yeah.
3: Just do it. Stop asking
2: questions. Just just do it. it. We're talking about building a family, right? Oh yeah. Let's just actually bring in family members. Oh yeah. I'm sure there's some other players on the team that have family members that like could suit up. Absolutely. Let's do
3: it. Yeah. I think as long as his stock doesn't raise too high, then,
2: well, if he's anything like Justin, just don't talk to anyone, and we'll be fine.
3: Right. Yeah. He's not a leader. Then
2: he'll fall to (laughs) us. Miami (laughs) will be right, you know, around us, and they'll blow it.
3: Um, Yeah. And then as far as Russell Wilson never beating the Chargers. Uh, okay, let's keep
2: that rolling, baby. I think
3: that can one hundred percent. Is that true? Them. I think so. Yeah.
2: Well, bad division to come to, buddy. That's right. Um,
3: yeah. I, I, and yeah, if it is, if it comes down to week seventeen, and we're just so far in the lead that we don't have our starters out there, and we lose to the Broncos, and that's his only win.
2: I have confidence. I have a confidence in Chase Dane. I have confidence in Chase Dane. Oh, absolutely. I think he can do. it. I have
3: confidence in our depth. Because that's we've had more depth this year than we've had in quite
2: some time. We have so much confidence. We feel our second string and third string could probably beat every could team be in
3: the starting string. <laughs> <Broncos>. <laughs> um, all right. Well, there you go, Sean Mitchell. Thank you for asking the question. Let's Thanks, move man. it on now to Tom Telesco's burner account. Who asked the question? That was a great experience on Isaiah Spiller, Craig. Like I've been saying, I'm really high on Isaiah Spiller, man. Like really high. Do we do like a coach's corner on Isaiah Spiller's college game tape charge chachos? Speaking of coach, congratulations on your new baby, man. Would love to see the baby in a tiny Charger jersey or beanie when you guys bring him home safe, yo. Stay gnarly, Charger brothers. Also, this isn't even a hot take, man, but Herb will get MVP and the voting won't even be close.
2: Oh, Tom Telesco's burner account. Uh, I interact with him a good amount on on Twitter. Do and you? I love it. He's, he's a good dude. Good account. He's <laughs> killing it. Um,
3: Yeah. I Well, we'll see. I think uh, Coach is getting... Coach, I know you're listening, <laughs> but we've got some topics coming up here of what people want to hear about, so...
2: He absolutely him. could. This is great. This is a great thing. He's looking, always looking for topics right. to kind of kickstart. He wants on, to so. know
3: what you guys want to listen to and so, what you want him to yeah. break down. So
2: At Bolt Chat Coach on Twitter. Yes. Hit him up. He's about to have a baby. It's not here yet. Right. Might be going to be a little preoccupied. Might not get back to you right away. But, but <laughs> drop in the DMs, throw him what you want. You'd love to hear him right. break down and I'm sure he'll, he'll do it for you at some absolutely.
3: point. At the very least, he wants ideas. So this is a great idea of taking a look at Isaiah Spiller. Um, and yeah, of course Herbert's going to be the MVP and it won't even be close. Of course. It's not even a question.
2: I already, I already put my bet on put a bet on him in Vegas. So Did you really? Yeah. Nice. So. All
3: right. Tom Telesco's Burner account. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to CD. CD. Who asked the question?
8: Crikey. We grew up with some weird-ass stories like Ciara used to have a penis or that Manson had a rib removed to, well,
3: glizzy gulp, you know... Did you guys hear those same rumors growing up? And secondly, let's keep it simple: a Charger Super Bowl appearance or a Friar
2: World Series win. Uh, yeah, sure. I think that's easy. I love the Padres, but get me to the Super Bowl.
3: Absolutely. This is the Charger chat, my
2: guy. Yeah, and there's <laughs> Dodgers that listen to this. There's I I if I had to pick between the two, I want the Chargers to win. Sure, I'll sure. Just get there. Give Herbert a chance. Absolutely. Sure. Um. But yeah, like in terms of like the rumors and that kind of stuff, do you remember the Richard Gere one of with course. the gerbil? That was <laughs> of one of the most epic ones of all time. Absolutely. That's the one I remember for sure.
3: Yeah, the Richard Gere with the gerbil.
2: Uh and his ass if you were one if you didn't know what it was. It <laughs> he stuffed it in his butthole. <laughs> That's what it was, in case you didn't know. <laughs> It is ass. I don't know if that was clear. <laughs> well, you just say Richard Gear Gerbil. You're like, oh, is he a, a that's nice family pet? But yes. no, he apparently Lemmy me winked it all the way the <laughs> all the way home.
3: Uh, yeah, there there was definitely some weird weird <laughs> rumors out there that uh, definitely got perpetuated by kids in high school. So uh, I can't think of any others better than that. <laughs> So, CD, thank you Thanks, brother, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to JP, who asked the
8: question. With Justin going into his third year, what skills would you like him to add to his game? I love that he recently talked about working on his cadence, so hopefully he can force some offside calls.
2: It's the weird thing with Justin, because when I'm watching, he looks like he's got it all down but he this season he talked about need this offseason talked about his footwork he's working on that a lot right yeah so like i don't quite know like your deep ball looks great everything looks awesome right um you know maybe just you know getting the system a little down a little more pat so he can be creative within the calls that are being made that's, sure and i think that's just going to happen naturally because he's a smart kid and he's going to do it
3: absolutely yeah i think uh, we we heard the comment of him saying that he felt like he was drowning last year, which if that was him drowning last year, got him like second most yards being thrown, breaking records left and right. Like that's you drowning.
2: Book me a trip on that boat across the Atlantic. Cause that is not drowning.
3: No, that, that's that, a,
2: that was a Titanic joke in case you didn't get it. <laughs> You're welcome.
3: You're welcome. <laughs> um, the, if that's him drowning, like, We as fans look at that as like, that's amazing, right? Yeah. And I think that speaks more so, again, to Justin Herbert, the way that he holds himself accountable to be nothing short of the best. That's the competitive side in him wanting to be the best. And as far as like what skills I would love to see him bring, I mean, I I, I don't even know that you would necessarily call this a skill. I mean, I would like to see him run more. But I don't even think that's necessarily skill. I mean, his first touchdown was a was a rushing touchdown. So well, like,
2: and then it's also because it, it was like throw him in the game, and he's like, "All right, well, I got to make something happen." Right. The yeah. better he gets with the system, the, he's not going to have to run.
5: I you guess you don't that's need to true. have that.
2: That you have that threat at all times, and you pull it out of nowhere. Mm. You know, when people are covering everyone downfield, mm. and there's huge lanes for him to run. Right. But it's be a little bit of both.
3: I, I like the idea of it being his cadence. I remember that being obviously a topic of conversation for his first year that like he came from a system that didn't use any cadence. It was just a series of claps. Yeah. So Oregon. Yeah. So for him to go into year three, working more on his cadence, I think that's awesome. I think any opportunity to get better is going to be time well spent. Um, all right. Well, there you go, JP. Thank you for yes, asking the question. Let's move it on now to Ronnie Delgado. Ronnie certified fresh? Let's find out. Do you guys see Xander Horvath being used a lot this year? I'm really excited about him pounding a tired defense when we're up. He's got all start
5: vibes, baby.
2: I always get excited about fullbacks. I think they're just sure, a different yeah. breed of football player. I'm absolutely. I, I hope he's capable. I just don't know. Like you're talking about pounding the rock and running. I don't. I think he's to be more special teams because you got Isaiah Spiller for that. Sure. Yeah. So, but if you, I, hey, every once in a while, I'll see a little fullback action. Sure. Right?
3: I, yeah. I don't think that he would necessarily be used a lot. I think, like you said, we've got Isaiah Spiller to do most of those kind of runs. But I think bringing in a fresh Xander Horvath that's like ready to go and and yeah. try to do some of that stuff if Isaiah Spiller gets a little gassed or if Austin Eckler's like Jesus, give me a break. He'll
2: make his own holes.
3: Absolutely. So I think. I think we'll definitely see him and I think we could potentially see him make some pretty big plays, but I just don't know that we'll necessarily see a lot.
2: I think special teams is where he's gonna thrive yeah. year one. Yeah.
3: So we'll find out. But hey, it's an opportunity for him to grow with the team and learn learn the offense and work towards making his presence more known as the season goes on and as his career goes on. But Ronnie Delgado, Thanks, thank man. you. Thank for you for joining the question, us. And thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's move it on now to Coach Lago. Oh,
8: shit. Who asked the question. Well, shit, you beautifully goofy butthole sons of bitches. <laughs> By golly, where are my manners? Some's of angels is more like it. I knew you boys missed me. It's been a while. I mean, heck, we kept playing hooky so damn much. Now we got Wooly and Coach agreeing on stuff. I mean, what is this? The dadgum Twilight Zone all of a sudden? Hold on a second. Ooh, pardon me. I needed a quick pick-me-up up there. Uh, how about them freaking off-season from uh, Tinja Tommy and Brandon Staley? Get yeah, it? Because my guy is always on brand. <laughs> Anywho, it's going to be, fu- I mean, flipping awesome to see our boats express themselves all over the NFL this damn season. You know what I'm saying? Mmm, by golly, this is some good stuff. So, fellas, hypothetical for you. Staley, Herbert, Bowie, Slayer, Eck, Mac Attack, DJ, Mr. Interception, Drew to Trank, all the Blockbuster Boys, Herbert, Secret Service Coaches, iSchoolmate, and Company get us to the end. The final game of the 2022 NFL season, the mother truck in 57 Super Bowl but this panel must make some gosh darn decisions and they must be dagnanimous. Willie and Kev need to reconnect for our beloved boats to be the winners. Three players from the current roster or coach Daly will play coach uh, their last game for the Bolts that fateful 12th day of February, 2023. The first selection leaves the next season and goes on to a Hall of Fame career for the Las Vegas Gators. I know it's Pride Month, my bad, but the Raiders. So who's the first sacrifice? Let Coach and Hug start to answer if they try to cheat and use the 52-53 guy on the roster. You shut it down, Wool dog! No, no, boys, this hypothetical will hurt the soul. It must be a starter from offense or defense. Selection two stays on the roster for another five seasons, but never plays another meaningful snap. Think our poor compadre Belaga last season, but for five seasons. Selection three is forced out of the game, but gets into a broadcasting booth. But there be a catch. This person gets infected with long pause, woodhead's loss, and fouls That's right. This former bold hero spends every NFL Sunday talking shit about our squad there be some tough decisions there, boys. And remember, you must be dag That don't feel right. Uh, you <laughs> You know what I mean. My sincerest of apologies for the torture there, boys. It's the dog days of sports summer, and we need some gosh darn entertainment. Okay,
2: love you, bye. Well, Coach... Coach Lago, you're not usually this negative, my man. Yeah,
3: you, you gave us, like, zero option to have, like fun with this <laughs> This is just like pick 3 guys who we want to not be connected to us anymore And like yeah, I, that's tough dude But I like, we
2: respect the question
3: I absolutely respect the question it's like but it's a shamelessly positive podcast man you're making us like you're making us uncomfortable over here.
2: <laughs> feeling a little weird right now coach um um
3: all right so let's just
2: knock let's knock these out
3: All right so Chargers get a Super Bowl. And we, we go to the Raiders. Three guys. One guy, first guy goes to the Raiders to have a Hall of Fame career.
2: I'm just, I'll say Matt Filer. Okay. Hall of Fame guard. It's a little less dangerous than a Hall of Fame quarterback or a Hall of Fame wide receiver or a few other positions. So, guard.
3: I, I don't know how many long snappers are in the Hall of Fame, but I'm going to say Josh Harris. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there, can, there we go. He can go to the Raiders and
3: have himself a Hall of Fame career. Sure. I wouldn't hate that.
2: I don't like that name. The Raiders. I
3: don't either. (laughs) Um, All right. Selection two. uh, Stays on the roster for another five seasons, but never plays another meaningful snap. So...
2: The mindset I'm in right now, this is easy because it's kind of what's happening so far this offseason is Kenneth Murray. Okay. Like, he hasn't played a lot of meaningful snaps last year, and he's kind of hurt right now. So this is my cop-out. I know you're trying to get us to not cop out, but this is a cop-out cop-out.
8: Well,
3: my thing with Kenneth Murray is that we did see production in, in the freshman season. But for it's the just Chargers. in
2: a totally different defense, it's, though.
3: It, and I would agree. I would think that the opportunity for him to continue to be productive is at least there. I'd rather pick somebody that, like, I don't even know if they're going to be productive or not. Like, I, I mean, like, I would say, like, Xander Horvath. Like, yeah, he's on the roster, and yeah, he's there if we need him, but, like... Just doesn't
2: play productive. That's ultimate cop out. I like it, but though. I'm sorry. I appreciate like, you that you can't.
3: I can't pick somebody. I can't pick a player that I have uh, a care for. Somebody that like I obviously want to stay with the Chargers and have productive seasons. That's 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 a rough question there, Lago. And then now to pick somebody who's going to leave the game of football and go to the broadcasting booth, but. Shit on the Chargers? Like, why would I want that, Coach? Coach! <laughs> coach! Coach! I
2: mean... Kyle would say something way cooler right now. He'd, he'd totally lift this question up out of I know. the, the Co- dredges. Coach, where are you? Coach. Coach. <laughs> coach has a question, Coach. Coach, help us. Coach, help us. Coach has a question.
3: I'll say Easton Stick. Fuck it. I like that.
2: Away. <laughs> oh, hey, let's stay back up quarterbacks. Chase Daniel.
3: No, I want, I like Chase. I do
2: too, but he can and go. Kyle
3: likes Chase. He can
2: shit on us. That's okay. No, that's I fine. I don't want
3: it. I don't want it, coach.
2: That's fine. That's my answer, Chase. All right.
3: Coach Lago, I guess, thank you for asking the question. Come on, coach.
2: We need a halftime. We need a halftime talk with you. Need, we need yeah, to I get need more you pumped smiles. up. Yeah. We need to get you happier, coach.
3: All right. Let's move on now to Gruder McBolt. Gruder. Who asked the question? whoa up aboard the magic bus so tell me what your favorite sports movie is based on the actor playing the coach now tell me your favorite song to dance funky to now imagine that actor dancing to that song whoa i just blew my mind man k love you bye let's ride all right so let's let's take this one step at a time here Okay. Tell me your favorite sports movie based on the actor playing the coach.
2: You know what mine is. I think you have a voice for him. Oh.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, let's He's go down got this. <laughs> let's go down this path with you All on right. this one.
3: So I, I would say it's not even necessarily my favorite movie, but if you're gonna ask her my favorite coaches in a movie, oh, it's
2: gonna be Al Pacino. Go with that.
3: Um so Al Pacino and uh, favorite song to dance funky to? Uh,
2: Macarena. That's not funky. That's just
3: stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this is this is. I don't necessarily dance funky to anything, but I'll say the. Um, is it H- Happy? The Pharrell I'm
5: Williams.
8: Feel happy the
3: so picture Al Pacino. <laughs> dancing to that
2: i like that i I don't think i could do a better one than that that's good all right well there you go gruder
3: (laughs) (laughs) thank you for asking the question (laughs) let's move it on now to jonathan uh, magonia
2: certified fresh
3: who asked the question (laughs) this is the first time i'm asking a question so kev if you didn't certify fresh this shit, then I deserve a sticker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, fools? I did it. I did it. <laughs> don't think we forgot about that promise you made a while back. Anyways, back to my pinche questions. a coach, all this talk about how Asante will play the outside opposite J.C. Jackson, but wouldn't we have a better development if he stayed a slot corner? I don't know. Defensive strategies as much as you do, so maybe you can break it down for us on Coach's Corner. Kev, how does a cholo like me get an interview <laughs> on Bolt Insight? <laughs> SA a wool doggy dog, or should I say wool perro? How did you get your nickname wool dog? My bad if you already explained this on an earlier episode, but if you have, give us the rundown un mas time por favor. All right, homies, that's all I got for this one. Much love for all the three of you fools. Do f the Raiders. K love you. Bye,
2: Jonathan. Welcome. And I didn't it up. I'm not sending it. you a sticker because I did it correctly. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for joining us, Absolutely. man. This is fantastic. And great and great question, too. These are awesome.
3: These are great. Uh, again, Coach wants all the possible suggestions he can get.
2: At BoltChatCoach on Twitter.
3: At BoltChatCoach on Twitter. He'll hear this one, so I'm sure he'll put this in the rotation at some point. Totally. Uh, Kev, how does he get on Bolt Insight? Well, he's got to. DM me, man. He's got to, yeah. He's got to reach out. You got
8: to reach out and you touch.
2: touch Kev. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably probably be a fan focus because Bolt insights are more directed towards like players and like people in the like sp- bigger Charger community like absolutely, that. Aspect. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Fan focus, bro. Just message me. Absolutely, just DM.
3: Drop in there. We'll, we'll, get get you, you. we'll get you set up, man. We'll get you set up. Yeah, and Wool Kev. <laughs> <laughs> how'd i get my nickname i
2: think i said it a long time you said ago it a lot yeah
3: kev would just uh would call me wool
2: dog he just f- felt right it was like high school i think i think that's where it came from maybe
3: it's either high school or college because we if
2: everyone doesn't know we were in the same high school we were all in right. most of the same classes we became really good friends and yeah. we went to college together we we're roommates yes for through all of college and then after college we were still roommates in la when i Got together with my <laughs> right. wife. It's been a wild long experience. So, somewhere in there, I started calling you Wool Dog. I think it was early. I felt like it was high school.
3: Right. Yeah. I didn't ask for him to call me wool Dog. He just did and I responded. And
2: yeah, woof woof. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: so yeah, it's not a crazy uh backstory. It was just Kev called me that, and that's what it was. So he was a dog, man. He's that's just right.
2: Always there kicking ass. <laughs> so
3: Jonathan Magonia,
2: Dude, thank you. Don't be a stranger. Great questions. Keep it coming, man.
3: Absolutely. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with our old favorite Jeebs. The D is silent. Who asked the question?
5: R. Hello,
8: R. My R land. R loving R motherfuckers. R I R don't R have R a R question R but R let's. Arr, try oh, shit. this shit. Arr, what's a pirate's favorite letter? Arr? No, it's the sea we love. <laughs> huh? Nothing? Arr, son of a bitch. Okay. Arr, try this one. R, a a ship was sailing the ocean blue, minding their own f***ing business, right? And like the deckhand guy or the... No, yeah, wait, wait. Okay. They were minding their own business, right? Just sailing, and a motherfucker yells, two ships approaching port side. So then the captain grabs the deckhand guy and says, go get my red shirt. The guy was confused, but
3: thought, whatever, right? So he gets him the red shirt, and the captain puts it on. Then the battle goes down. These motherfuckers didn't lose one motherfucker. After the battle, the deckhand asked the captain, hey, what was up with the shirt? The captain
8: said, oh, that was just in case I was shot or stabbed. My crew wouldn't be able to see the blood, and they would continue to fight. The deckhand thought, oh, shit, that's pretty badass. Fuck yeah. The next day, they were still minding their own motherfucking business, but this time, five ships approached ahead. The deckhand runs to the captain and asks, shall I get your red shirt, captain? The captain, with a nervous look on his face, says, no, get me my brown pants. <laughs> now, if you didn't laugh at that you! <laughs> Just kidding, but seriously, that was a good one, Arg! I do have a question for the W Double G boys, Arg. With all your time-off requests, Wool g had to hold it down, Arg. So my question is, Arg, when my dog takes time off, who's gonna take the lead and hold it down, arg. Oh, and Kev, I'm sorry I had to flake before, but when you need a fill-in for fan focus, come get your boy. Arr! Oh, yeah. And f- the Raiders. K, love you, bye.
2: R. Jeebs, <laughs> Jeebs, Jeebs. Jeebs. I, I love these long walks you take us on. I really do. <laughs> I love these long. That was a great joke. I was, I was, it made me laugh. <laughs> you heard it. You, I can't. I got it. I can't hide the giggles.
3: That wasn't canned laughter. That was real laughter. I can't
2: hide the giggles.
3: Um, all right. So I think I think this is a great question. Um, it's unfortunate that coach can't be here for this, but
2: what I think, are you going to I do think when we, I need a day? I think we'd shut the <laughs> shut the podcast down for the week. <laughs> because there's like there's no driving force if you're not here. Yeah.
3: I've been uh And
2: there's I've, no voices. Like who wants to hear this without funny voices? <laughs> not me.
3: I kind of want to hear you guys take a stand fall at apart.
2: <laughs> yes. We'd probably try and find some guest to come on and Give you me your best, Christopher
3: up. Walken. No.
2: <laughs> no, no, I can't. No, no. I got a couple of voices, you and do that it. would it, this would be such not the same show without you. So <laughs> he's the he's the driving force, as you all know. So, the reason why this is what it is. Yeah.
3: So if if there's no episode, it's because Bulldog couldn't make
2: it. <laughs> yeah, he's sick or something happened. But you fought. Through, you haven't missed a single episode.
3: I don't think I have. No, no. I, I mean, we've, we've missed episodes, which is probably
2: because I was... Episode scared. 193, and you haven't missed a single one. Yeah. Impressive as shit.
3: Well, I guess I just love this more than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <sighs> uh, just kidding. Um, all right. Well, Jeebs, thank you for... And
2: I will... I'll hit you back up again. For sure. Yeah, we got to have Jeeves on here. Okay. No, I got it. We, we tried to set it up. Just didn't work out. That's okay. But we're going to
3: re- we'll, we'll, we'll set it up again. It's going to happen, It's going to happen. So, Jeeves, thank you for, for the jokes and the question. And thank you, everybody, for making this stupidly long. God bless. How <laughs> long have we been recording?
2: Over two hours. Cripes. <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> I love doing it in person with you. This absolutely. was absolutely amazing. And more of it
3: it's to come. It's a totally different chemistry. But hopefully we can get Coach back on here soon. Um, hopefully everything's good with, with his it wife will and be. The baby. It will
2: be. Yeah. He'll be he'll be here soon. Yeah, um, and I'll, I'm sure we'll have some cute pictures. Oh God, I can't it's wait for the pictures.
3: Look at that! He's holding a little football. Just a little football. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it. Any any final thoughts there, Kev?
2: No, uh, I got nothing. It was a pleasure. It was always a pleasure. It's always sir. a pleasure. Arr. Arr. <laughs> well,
3: that's going to do it for us here at Charge Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Kate, love you, bye.
2: Kate, love you, bye. (laughs) Get my brown pants.
3: (laughs) And now, a word from our sponsors. Are you constantly up to no good? Do you continually annoy your relatives? Are you wanting to provoke them by gifting their newborn a crib and toys of their sports team's division rival? Then come on down to J-Rom's Warehouse of Indestructible and Non-Flammable Cribs and Petty Toys. We have cribs and toys from every major sports team that are guaranteed to never break. Never damage and completely fireproof. Solidify your role as the embarrassment of the family and visit J Rob's warehouse of indestructible and non flammable cribs and petty toys today. And remember if you don't think you have any asshole relatives, that means it's probably you. Call today.